Three shots, four part, I just do two. One pup, pop four, birdie, woohoo. New driver, info, replace, M2, pop five, fairway, what you finna do? Think I'll try to get on into Start right, good line, good view, it drew. Shoot him, McGavin, two thumbs that's up high and two fingers pointed. The green jacket is going north of the border. Mike Weir has won the Masters. Sometimes these part three look like an island. I punch and keep it on dry land. At least I'm a try man. I up with the five and might use the trap man. I got a chat man. Last thing will boss be rated that bass man. And where that ball land. All right, we are back. Episode 52 of On the Screws podcast. That is the one year milestone. Bryce, thanks for joining me on this journey. Uh, it's been pretty cool. So if you're a first time listener, um, this is Bryce, my cousin. Uh, my name is Mac. Um, and we are your co-hosts of on the screws golf podcast. We've been doing this about a year now. Bryce came on, uh, around the PGA championship and, uh, yeah. So we've got, um, kind of the, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm in Ontario. I'm in, in the Toronto area. Bryce is in Michigan. So you're, you're celebrating Thanksgiving right now. Bryce, you're just wrapping it up. How, how was the weekend? How did things go? And then we'll, uh, we'll jump into the pod. I'm good. Sorry. I just threw a couple sweet tarts in my mouth, but, All good. um, yeah, it was good. Um, Thanksgiving went good. Got to see all the, um, well, Shay's side of the family all came over. So that yeah. was fun. And then yeah. me and, uh, Shay's brother kind of headed up North to do some hunting this weekend. Unfortunately, didn't really. Didn't shoot anything, but um, good, good weekend to relax and the long the long weekend. So we're back at it. Uh, back at it today. Nice. Now it was an off weekend in golf, so there was nothing on uh, on the PGA Tour anyway. Nothing on the docket on the PGA Tour. Didn't mean I didn't watch him golf with uh, with my little guy. Just uh, kind of checked out. He loves just kind of looking at the screen. But um, yeah, so our one year anniversary or inaugural season, whatever you want to call it. Um, lots has happened in the year of golf. It was kind of the, the year of the super season, people were calling it. Ho, 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 gentlemen. The holidays have come early this year as Manscaped have the gifts that keeps on trimming. Santa's beard isn't so appealing when it's coming out of your trousers. And that's why Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, have you covered this holiday season. Now available in your country, join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped to keep their trees trimmed and ornaments polished. Go to manscaped.com, use promo code OTSGOLF, 20% off, and free shipping. Enjoy it. Happy holidays, everybody. We'll see you next time. (laughs) No, no, we're not going to end the pod here. Uh, We'll get right into it. Um... I just wanted to uh, start this one off, Bryce. It is kind of the season of thanks, so it's really important. Uh, sorry, our screen just jumped there, but it's really important to uh, kind of think about the people that have come on the pod with us. It's, um, you know, if we got a first-time listener, this is an episodic golf podcast. Each week, we kind of feature some of the new things in golf. Bryce and I chat about it. And we try and highlight um, a company, a player, whether it's a pro or, um, you know, like a club pro, a club fitter, a brand, anything like that. The idea is to connect as many people in the golf community. So stay with me here. Bryce, I am sorry. I am going to rifle off probably not quite 52 people, but pretty close to. Uh, Started back last December with Jeff Tate of Triple Bogey Brewing. Big supporter of the pod. Sent us lots of beers, bags, and stuff to give away. So thank you, Jeff. Caleb Jeffries from Rawhide Golf, Dale Brinke from the Ultimate Divot Tool, Greg Howard and his partner Justin from Left Behind Golf. We're going to have a quick little chat with uh, with Greg a little later in the episode. Um, Andrew Trotman from the Amateur Players Tour, and Sam McKee, my buddy from Sportsnet, Mike Marty-Savage from TXG, Jake McNulty, Oshawa Golf and Curling Club. I uh, played on the McKenzie tour um, this year and I caddied with him. He is no, no longer at the Oshawa Golf and Country Club. I know he's uh, moved, so he's playing there. Bianca, Caitlin, and Alicia from the Drive Bunnies. Roy Blackeroy, who does the awesome intro, music intro, if you haven't checked him out, at Roy Blackeroy over on Instagram. Spencer Dun- uh, Dungey, athletic therapist. Josh Haywood of Haywood Golf, left behind. Uh, sorry, uh, Scott Golf was the one I was looking for there. Farine Samji of the Amateur uh, Long Drive Canada. Bob Weeks from uh, back in the Masters. So we're hoping to have Bob Weeks on as like an annual guest uh, to kind of feature the Masters. When you think of Canadian golf in Canada around the Masters, you think Bob Weeks. Um, 
my pal chef mike from three six kitchen lounge sat, sat in on sat in sat in on the uh on the uh master's week with me chris bailey um great country music singer plays golf as well really good guy ryan gregnell the 2020 canadian long drive champ uh came back on a second time after he uh battled bryson in the 2020 uh world long driver pro long drive championships mac boucher who is um came on the pod and is a lot more famous now so i i think it has something to do with the podcast maybe andy walker (laughs) yeah i think so right it was right around that time that he really started to spike so um no hit hitting like he just hits awesome slingers one of the best golf instagram pages out there at mac boucher andy walker head coach of vcu um ncaa division one school andy is uh the ncaa 1997 ncaa national champ unreal guy really nice guy bradley converse of bradley putters we're getting there uh gus what's his last name bryce uh jordan Edis. okay thank you thank you so bryce uh gus and his buddies won like 118k betting on lefty to win the pga championship mike kissel from laysad golf carlo koliakov everybody knows him from the leafs uh rebecca lee bentham on this metro tour road to the lpga former pga or lpga tour uh player um from the area great golfer one of the best swings you'll see in all of golf um the toronto players tour hopped on russell budd Mike Johnny, 36 a day, golf blogger. Um, we did a quick feature on Port Hope Golf and Country Club. I actually just registered. I'm going to be a member there ne- next year. So did a quick feature on them. Uh, Jamie Staples, incredible poker player. Um, one of the best young poker minds in the, wor- uh, in the world. Yeah, and uh, also a golfer too. Thought about going pro. His uncle played, um, but ultimately sat, you know, packed it up. So Evan Clark, Siren Golf. Bob Winskowitz, Bryce's best friend from Squares Golf, <laughs> Todd Kierstead from Paragolf Canada, Terry Hashimoto from Body Track Swing Balance. Uh, they're doing a shaft. I can't remember the shaft um, company now, but they're working with Acra. Uh, almost there. Ian Martin, CEO of Quantix Golf. Nick Bradley, 2014 Ryder Cup coach. She was on the coaching team, elite golf instructor. Anthony Spagnoli, my buddy Anthony. Um, has played all the top 100 courses in Canada. Jesse Florkowski, the best one-handed golfer in the world. Zach Viminitz, Bryce's buddy, playing at Moorhead State University. Billy Spencer, currently on the bag for Sunjay M. Barry Forth, thank you, Barry, for having uh, Bryce and I out at uh, Copetown Woods, um, the best value course in Canada, or one of them. That has been confirmed by many, many people now. So Ziggy Nathu, um, PGA Tour Canada or PGA Tour Latino America, he just actually got his card. So congrats, Ziggy. Thanks for coming on a couple weeks ago. Uh, the guys from Dormy, um, really, really good episode. They hopped on for a 50th episode. Those guys are awesome. just really, yeah. really good guys. So if you haven't checked it out, go back. Garrett Hadfield from the Goat Track. That was last week. Sent us a lot of cool stuff. They also have a re- good. Yeah, yeah, amazing guy. And we're recording this on Monday night. So they have a release that is coming out uh, in like 17 minutes price so if you're listening to this on friday night go back check out the go track social club maybe it's not sold out and uh yeah we've got some really good guests coming up thanks for staying with me on that one i know that it was uh a few minutes of me just rifling off some names but we really want to thank everybody who's kind of made the podcast possible up until this point and it's been great connecting with everybody um and we've got a lot of cool guests uh, featured in the uh, in the coming weeks. And if you ever want to hop on the pod, we book typically about a month to six weeks out in advance. But if you want to uh, if you want to come on, send us an email at OTS Golf over on Instagram. Shoot us a DM, um, and we'll get you on. We'll chat some golf. It'll be a good time. Thank you, Bryce. I'm sorry, my man. Let's go through some of the majors. Um, some of the let's you know let's just highlight a couple of the big things that happened in the golf world in 2021. Yeah. I think it's. Uh, the year of the super season, like we talked about, um, actually, but first the match, can we just talk about the match for a minute? What, like, let's just get it out of the way because I was so excited. I don't know. I don't know why I was like so excited to watch the match and it was over in like three holes. You know what I mean? So, so so. that's, I didn't get to watch any of it because like I said, I was up North, but I mean, I was sitting in the woods in my tree stand. I was scrolling through, uh, on watching it online. But uh, I didn't. Since when was it always decided they're only playing twelve holes? Yeah, yeah. So that was actually, I guess Brooks had asked about um, playing just twelve, and Bryson said sure. And um, I'm kind of glad because don't get me wrong. Like I thought, well, I didn't think either player played very well. Brooks was like one for six in fairways. He hit yeah. three trees, man. Like Brooks hit three trees off the tee, and every ball just kind of 
you know, scampered towards the fairway. But don't get me wrong, his approach was nice. He was putting the ball well. Um, Bryson did not capitalize at all when he had the opportunity. Um, I think Bryson was nervous, man. I think he was. Like, it was a bit of an interesting, interesting uh, event. And I'm glad it's done. I don't think it'll happen again. Brooks is uh, happy to to kind of have that number. And, uh, yeah, I just signed a couple of days ago with the Shricks on. So that's the uh, Irons I play, as everybody knows, if you've listened to the podcast. So congrats to uh, Brooks finally playing the full bag. Full fourteen club, Cleveland tricks on deal. So oh, I don't think he's got. He's still using the Scotty, I think. But yeah, he's got the Scotty, and then he's got the Nick uh, Vaporfly. He's got the three iron in his bag. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was funny. I mean, I just saw a thing on Instagram where uh, he had a shot or something, and Bryson was like, "Whoa, man! Like, where is this on the PGA Tour or whatever?" And I think yeah, uh, yeah. Bryce or Brooks kind of under his breath kind of said, well, I guess this is kind of like one of my majors. Yeah. I just thought that was hilarious. It was good. The dynamic was like awkward, right? Like it was awkward at best. Um, kind of weird, but like if they did it again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing it again. Like I think Bryson had like Brooks did not play that well. I, I think Brooks was only like maybe two or three under Bryson was even maybe two over somewhere in that range. It was just not, not a great round. Not, not good golf. We didn't watch like one guy didn't like Brooks didn't go like super low. He wasn't like throwing, you know, he wasn't shooting the lights out, but um, let's talk a little bit about some of the events in 2021. So we're not going to go through them all. I just figured we'd go through the, uh, the majors. So first one, we got to start it off. Um, we're, we're going to do the uh, masters PGA us open. And then the open, we'll kind of talk a little bit about it. So Hideki, man, one of the, uh, I don't know, like the golf world was on fire when Hideki won. So Xander Shoffley kind of had that, uh, put a lot of pressure on him. Then I think on 16, he kind of pulled one in the bunker or whatever. That was ultimately it. And uh, Hideki and his, you know, the caddy, like you saw it, everybody saw it, kind of going over to grabbing the flag, bound to the flag. Like, one of the best moments in golf, I think. It, yeah. It'll go down in history, in my opinion. I mean, it's just such a unique thing that meant so much to him and his caddy and like just the whole story behind that. It's, it's never been done and it's never been thought of. And it's just such a cool thing that happened, I think. And it was just, it's awesome that we got to witness something like that. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was definitely pretty, uh, it was pretty cool. So he went, uh, 69, 71, 65, 73. So Fired some pretty good rounds there. Didn't score like when DJ won. Um, and they knew that. Like they knew that it wasn't gonna play the same as when DJ uh when DJ was there. So um hit almost 70% greens in regulation. Like had a he had a pretty good tournament. Um but I thought that there were some guys there like uh that that could have won. Like I think like I was hoping Xander was gonna come through, but Hideki is uh, I wanted Zelatoris to win, man. Like I kind of just came onto the scene out of nowhere and I know lit the lamp. Like and then obviously same body type as me i kind of just fell in love with the guy i think he's an awesome <laughs> golfer now and i'm a big fan but um hopefully we'll see him win next year a couple times but, but yeah, yeah that so was a, masters was a good tournament to uh, be a part of it was we had hideki uh Zalatoris, who was minus nine so i think hideki bogey the 18 too um jordan spieth xander Shoffley at seven and then uh rom and uh um Leishman at uh Leishman at uh minus six. So that rounded out the top five. Pretty stacked field, like pretty good golfers. Yeah. Like Jordan I mean, Jordan Speed, like Yeah, Jordan Speed had like an unreal year. So um yeah. like I'm happy that he uh that he got close, but I, I think this year he's gonna get one. Moving on to the PGA yeah. championship, like we mentioned, um Gus and his buddies laying down uh like hundred bucks each or whatever on uh on lefty and coming up mm-hmm. clutch like absolutely clutch when 118k between five of them i think it was or six of them yeah. like insane man so yeah we got lefty the oldest guy 50 years old just kind of beating the pants off the guys in the pga tour and then coming or pga tour champions and then coming and doing it on the pga tour as well right so mm-hmm. um went 70 69 70 73 like that's a pretty pretty good tournament so um phil mickelson brooks was minus four but he was never really there you know what i mean like he was so invisible, and then but his score was just there all the whole uh, the whole weekend. Like. Yeah, like I think I just mean like on Sunday it was Phil's tournament. Like he had to blow it up. Like I think at one point he had a six stroke lead. Um, then we had Louis used to losing. Uh, Padraig Harrington, Shane Lowry, Harry Higgs, my guy Harry Higgs, and Paul I Casey. Love Harry. 
Yeah, man. Big. So um, it was a good tournament. Like it was a really good tournament for Lefty. He he didn't have like good stats. He had like I remember reading this. It was like fifty five percent fairways and it was under sixty five percent greens. But you know he the guy like debatably the best short game player of all time and one of the top yeah. players of all time. So well, what I loved about it was. Uh... I believe this happened. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he played a couple champions tours before the PGA, correct? And yeah. one went yeah. back to back, won them both. Yep. And I just thought it was awesome for him to kind of prove that he's not ready for that yet. He's still got a game to play in the PGA on the tour. And then he goes out and wins a major. I yeah. just thought that was that was a great few uh few tournaments he had there. And he kinda I don't think he's done. I think he's got a couple more years where he's gonna be a contender, hopefully. And well, I want to see it. What did he win? He won. I think he won four or six on the PGA Tour Champions. Uh, only Jack Nicholas has done that, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Bernard Longer won the uh, Charles Charles Schwab Cup, I believe they call it. So, um, yeah, like pretty much if he plays ten events, he's probably going to win that next year. Um, yeah. U.S. Open, John Rahm. Uh, one of my favorite tournaments of the year because it was, I don't know, it was just like 7,700 yards playing long like Kiowa was. And John Rahm was like unreal this year. Like he played oh, so well. Out. So he well. Was like- uh, 69, 70, 72, 67 to, to cap it off. So we had John Rahm. Again, Louis used to lose in. Harris English, Guido Migliozzi, Brooks Kepka again, and Morikawa to round out the top five. It was uh it's a pretty good tournament, man. That was a lot of fun to watch. Um, mm-hmm. So hold on, let's go back. Do you remember Louie with the layup? Yeah. Okay. So have. we talked about it. I know you and I talked about it, and it's still one of the things that I remember. Like, I he even had a two-stroke lead over Harris English. Like Harris yeah. English was in, I think, at minus three, but oh, maybe I think he was. I think he was in at minus three. So that's why I didn't understand why he didn't just like try to rip three wood. I know he's in the rough, but like I don't know. I guess we can't beat the dead horse. But he he took himself like he gave John Rom the U.S. Open, you know, trophy. But uh, yeah. it was it was an interesting finish. But John Rom made like he made back to back birds on seventeen eighteen. He made that huge putt. Like big putts, yeah, yeah, huge. He did that like last year, like in the BMW and stuff too. Like John Rahm is oh, an yeah. underrated the player. With that old, with, uh, who was it? Who do you go into the playoffs with last year? I know we, we already DJ. touched on this thing, but yeah, it was yeah, DJ. DJ. And now uh, bombs. And then yeah. in the playoff, John Rahm buried like a 70 footer. Yeah. And he's gone back to the, uh, the white hot, like original or whatever. So yeah, the Rosie. Yeah. The Rosie. So the 21, 2021 open championship, Colin Morikawa, um, just played like insane the whole time. Like I thought he played great, but. His first round was like, okay, uh, he was ninth going into day two and then kind of took over. So, uh, 67, 64, 68 and 66, four rounds in the sixties. That does not happen a lot. Like I know DJ did it back in, uh, 2020 at the, at Augusta there, but it does not happen mm-hmm. a lot. Pretty unreal tournament. Um, Spieth was right there. Like he was kind of like yeah. kicking tires, trying to get there. Minus 13, uh, John Rahm again, man, like uh, I'm laughing because we got Louis used to losing again in third. So four strokes back. And then we got Dylan Fratelli, who I actually thought Dylan Fratelli played an unreal tournament. It was a lot of fun to watch him. And he had like a really good tournament last year at the Masters too. He shows up in some of the majors, man. So he does for sure. But uh I I love to see Marcao win, man. I mean, he's young, he's got an amazing swing, he's an amazing golfer. Um I was just glad to see him finally get one under his belt, even though I probably would have liked to see Spieth win a little more, but I was I was glad to see Mark Howell pull pull away with one. Just won the uh, DP World Tour too. Um, mm-hmm. So right now, Morikawa is uh, he's the best player on the planet right now. John Rahm's lights out, but like Morikawa is, I think he's just complete. He's just too consistent. And you know what, Morikawa is what twenty four. John Rahm's twenty six. So like, if you want to prove me wrong, like I'm more than happy to be proven wrong mm-hmm. on that because I think John Rahm's unbelievable too. Like back and forth, we are going to see these two guys battle for years to come. Got to do transition, so this is your transition. <laughs> <laughs> this is a uh, Greg, uh, co-founder of Left Behind Golf. Greg, how are you doing? This is our first hey, 
three-time guest. So, um, uh... yeah, you're back on. We, so the story with Greg here, um, one of my favorite brands. So if you guys haven't go over and check them out, left behind golf, I'm going to link everything down below. So, um, we started up like the same week, right? So we kind of, when we, exactly one year ago. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So we kind of, um, you know, we, we found each other at the same time. We kind of started things up, got them on the pod pretty early, had a really good chat. Um, to this day, I think you're like the second most downloaded episode. So yeah, I, I, I take pride in that. Yeah. So. Second or third, something like that. It's, it's really good. It was, uh, it was good. So, um, really enjoyed having you guys on, got an update from you probably, you know, summer, early summer, something like that. And here we are, it's, uh, you know, off season starting up here. We're both close to Toronto, Ontario, Canada. So, uh, wanted to, to get you on this important episode for us. This is our one year, uh, one year anniversary episode, whatever you want to call it. So the end of season one in, uh, the on the screen podcast. So let's, uh, let's get an update from you, man. How's it going? How are you guys doing? Um, how's things going in the, uh, left behind world? It's going, man. Things are, things are moving. So, uh, you know, we just released, as you know, the new fall holiday line for our gloves, and we've been working on um, you know some other things behind the scenes with different partnerships that we're making to kind of be able to provide, you know, better content for you know our, our social media, maybe extending out to different uh, branches on social media. So we've got some really cool stuff coming um, in terms of content. We've got some cool stuff coming in terms of product, um, you know, and then we're going to be working on some other stuff around a newsletter that we're super excited about. Um, we did tease it already. Uh, we've been we've been a little bit behind on the timing for the release date, but as you know, we're we're going to be working on Four Left, which is going to be um, an awesome way for us to kind of build a sense of community around all the left-handed golfers and give people an opportunity to be kind of highlighted. Um, some thoughts of bringing back the lefty spotlight, which I'm sure uh, you, you remember from uh, from when we first got started. So, um, yeah, a lot of a lot of moving parts, but we're excited to get those things done. And you know, I think the off season gives us the opportunity to do that. So we're, we're looking forward to it, even though. Uh, it's getting pretty snowy around here. Yeah, I know. It's uh it's tough times for us right now in Canadian golfers. So. <laughs> it's rough. We're, so we're the simulators though. That's that's gonna be uh, that's true. Be focusing on so that's especially true. for now, but again, uh we're with Craig from Left Behind Golf. So if you're watching over on YouTube, uh I'm wearing the hat right now, wearing the shirt. Um took me a little while to squeeze into it. I was carrying a <laughs> few, you know, just had a little baby. Okay, give me uh Give me a little little break. So got a few LBs off and and I'm into it now. But um so this was when the I guess this was dropped back in the summer. So your fall, your holiday line. What um if anybody's listening right now who doesn't know what uh what was in the line and um, yeah, so for the fall holiday line, basically we just got some some new gloves that we wanted to release for the holiday season. So three brand new kind of bold, deep wanted to have some unique kind of fall based colors that you couldn't find easily anywhere else, especially you know, not as a lefty. Um, so I've got a couple here. I'm not sure how the lighting will work out, but we've got the uh, the James Brown, which is a super nice chocolate brown, really deep, um, you know, stands out. And you put this with a pair of khakis, or you can put that with pretty much anything. Um, it's a pretty classic uh, looking color. And then we got uh, what we call the Green Mile. So as you know, we like to have uh, either a celebrity or a movie kind of theme and make, make it a character in the left behind story. So this is the Green Mile. And we say that the power is in your hands with this bad boy. So that's a nice deep forest green. And then we got, of course, Ron Burgundy. So this has been a really popular one, um, as the name suggests, a nice deep, uh, you know, reddish, purplish color. Um, but yeah, really, really three like old, really classy looking colors. So, you know, if you like to stand out, but still kind of uh, have a bit of a, a subtle look, those are really, you know, really a good option. Yeah, you guys in bold uh, go hand in hand, man. I wouldn't expect anything <laughs> different. So I'll drop uh, a couple photos. Um, so again, if you're not following yeah, us on sure. OTS Golf or on the Screws Podcast over on YouTube, go over check it out. I'm going to drop a couple photos on there. They're also at Left Behind Golf over on Instagram. You can check them out. Um, go over and uh, and you know kind of have a look for yourself if you're not uh, watching the podcast here or if you're kind of just driving in the car. I will drop a couple photos over uh, over top though. Um, and what's your what's your website, Greg? If anybody wants to go over and check out the website. What? Yeah, you can check us out at leftbehindgolf.com. Okay. Uh, so we actually just made uh, you know a few new updates last time we chatted, I think, or just after the last time we chatted. Yeah. Uh, kind of revamped and re-released the website. So that's another exciting update for some folks who might have not taken a look in a little while. So brand new website, a lot more accessible. Nice. Uh, we're going to be looking to add even more uh, more content on there and some other um, things that people can you know get out of the website other than just kind of the products and and things like that. But yeah, there's a re- really cool new look to that. So leftbehindgolf.com. And then, you know, as you said, all social media channels as well are at leftbehindgolf. I, uh, I have used the website. It's very easy to use. Um, 
you know, no problems kind of navigating it. So go over and check it out. Um, but you know, we're coming up to the, uh, holiday season. I got to ask you if you're, you know, as a fellow lefty golfer, I'm sure you want some golf Christmas stuff, whatever it is, or maybe a few things. Yeah. Yeah. You got anything on the list? I know I've kind of spoiled myself a little bit. Going to have my wife kind of pack them up for me and give them to myself, um, I guess. So, but, uh, yeah. What do you, uh, what do you got? What, What do you got on the Christmas list this year? Yeah. I actually knocked a couple things off my list, you know, that I needed, I needed a new driver and I got one this year. Nice. Uh, the one thing I do, I would like to get is, is a, is a new custom putter. Um, but that might be something I mean, more need to kind of, again, probably put in my own stocking, <laughs> so to speak, yeah. kind of hard for other people to get my specs done on that. Um, but one simple thing that maybe I'm looking at is, is I do need a new wedge set. Um, so I've had my eyes on some low keys for a while and, uh, Let's just say if I got those, I think I'd be a happy guy for uh, nice. You know, okay, for the rest of the year. I've played the Vogies. I'm looking at my golf bag right now, and a uh, a nice set of Haywood golf wedges in there. And man, I mention it later on in this podcast or before. I'm not sure where I'm going to drop this in because again, I am bad at transitions and did not put a transition in. <laughs> so um, we're having this chat probably before Bryce and I go through our bag. So I talk about Haywood yeah. Golf has this like Canadian nitrate and it's nitride, sorry, nitride, I think it is. And it's like jet black. Um, the finish mm-hmm. doesn't come off of them. I have they, seen that. Yeah. They're, uh, they're clean. They're clean. And Josh is, uh, Josh is a good guy. He does uh, really good work over there. Haywood golf. Um, That's a good plug. might hear from me pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's worth going over and checking out. And, um, they do like live auctions and stuff like that. I know last year, uh, they did a, like a holiday auction where a lot of money was donated. I've gone on a couple of times and, uh, I scored a nice 48 degree wedge on an auction. So pretty, uh, pretty good, but, um, you know, season's kind of wrapping up now, Greg, um, any highlights for you guys, whether it be the brand, the golf season in general, like I already know where you're going to go, but, uh, <laughs> and we haven't had this discussion. I already know where the highlight of the season in the PJ tour is going to go, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what are some things that stand out for you? I just, I just love chatting golf. So while I got, yeah, you, I, I mean, obviously from, you know, we'll, we'll go the easy one first. I mean, Phil winning the PGA, uh, love know, it. it's, it's untouchable. I think, I think that was no surprise to you. Yeah. Um, you know, not even just from a, you know, a lefty perspective, obviously that, you know, that's a huge thing for uh, you know lefty golf, but, um, just in sports in general, just to see a guy in his fifties come out there and do that when he wasn't, it's not like he was killing golf. You know, he wasn't playing well. He didn't play that, that well, certainly after. Um, and I just loved a lot of his comments. Well, you know, I, I didn't really play, play very well today, but you know what? I won the PGA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just the swagger went, uh, went through the roof. So Phil, Phil's sense of humor is something else, man. Something we've only like really seen in the last couple of years too. He's always yeah, kind of like he's coming to his own in that way. Yeah. He's kind of like, uh, you know kind of listed or I don't know, pointed as a, as a serious guy, right. In the golf community. Yeah. So, yeah a little more serious, a little more arrogant. Yeah. He's, now he's uh now he's, he's just out there having a good he's, time. He's like, yeah. He's, he's kind of let, you know, he's let go a lot. So. When things start to go down, I don't want to say when things start to go down, but uh, when he's not playing well, he just goes down and beats the pants off the guys on the PGA tour champions and then, <laughs> you know, kind of comes back up and then wins the PGA championship, which was, uh, which was cool. That was a big time for us on the pod. One of uh, Bryce's closest friends, his dad and a few other buddies we mentioned yeah. earlier, won like a hundred, almost 120 K on a, on a film. Yeah, bet, so. $500 bet or something like that, right? It was pretty, pretty awesome for those like, guys. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't make that bet. That's for sure. If, As a guy runs a left-handed golf company thing. Uh, next year man next year you and i will be uh we'll be hooking something up but um what about the brand anything that highlight any highlights from the brand anything that kind of sticks out for you you know from the yeah, I, I, just think, I think just our, you know overall our growth i think we've, we've gone through a lot of maturation so when we first came out you know from just the website to the social media page where i think we're at about four thousand followers right now nice um, so we wanted to get to around you know four or five thousand in the first year um again i wasn't the guy who was uh you know a social media expert by any stretch when i started this so i'm pretty proud of what we've done there and i think another highlight that kind of ties into that is, uh, is the ambassador program that we've been working on now um, and really connecting some of our biggest supporters uh, both together and giving them the opportunity to kind of, you know, get, get experience working in the golf industry as, as the ambassadors. Um, and again, just kind of connecting with people like that and, you know, connecting them, but also us connecting with them um, and kind of just giving them the opportunity to, you know, showcase what we've got and just support the lefty community. Um, and that's, that's really what we started this, you know, that's the reason that we put this together. So I think that's really just a big highlight for us. Um, cause it's, you know, sort of substantiates that community aspect and, 
yeah. we're really looking forward to where that program is going to go for the upcoming season. So for sure, man. And that's, I think that's why you and I got along so well. Cause we had like mm-hmm. very similar ass or, you know, thoughts of how we're a podcast. You guys are, you know, a golf brand, but we had, you know, a similar idea of what we wanted to do with the golf community and just connect yeah, as absolutely. many people as we can. Right. So it's pretty cool when you're, um, you know, I know, uh, like Spencer does a little bit of that athletic therapist. He's been on the pod yeah, in the past, really smart guy. He's going to come on in the future, actually kind of talk about some things we can do in the off season to, uh, you know, just to kind of keep your body in shape and whatnot. And, yeah, you know, we, guys we, like that don't have, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers that can, uh, you know, push out a, a golf brand, but can still feel, you know, appreciated as well. Right. So, and get an opportunity to kind of, you know, showcase your stuff as well. So really like that, man. Um, appreciate you coming on. It's, uh, it's always kind of nice to chat with you. You and I have a good time and, uh, we've already been on for probably, I don't know, a good 40 minutes before this or so. So every, every single time, but, um, before we let you go, let's go over the, uh, let's go over the social handles. So you guys have a Facebook account, uh, Instagram and you do the website as well. Can you just kind of give that to anybody checking out, uh, the pod here? Yeah, for sure. So again, we, uh, our, our, you know, our biggest channels are Facebook and Instagram. So you can find us there at Left Behind Golf. And uh, obviously the website, www.leftbehindgolf.com. And, uh, you know, we're going to be working on expanding into some new channels as well uh, over the off season here. So keep your eyes peeled for, for some of those updates. But I know that, uh, you know, there's a few other platforms out there like TikTok and, and YouTube that people want to see us on. And, and we hear you and, and we're working hard on it. So keep your yeah. eyes peeled. If you guys figure out YouTube, where some people might be watching right now, <laughs> you let me know because I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> All right. This is my pal, Greg, from Left Behind Golf. Thanks for coming on again, Greg. Uh, of course, man, once we get into the season, you guys have your, you guys will probably have a spring drop. Let's get you back on for a few minutes. We might have to do this more regularly. I am also hopefully going to write uh, a little column in the uh, Four Left newsletter. So go over, check that out. I'm learning, but, uh, yeah, it is a lot of fun. So, um, when we get that out, it'll be a lot of fun to, uh, to kind of post it out, uh, you know, just talk some golf, man, in any way yeah. we can. So we're, we're not done yet, man. So I'm looking forward to it. All right. Enjoy the holiday. My stick, staring it down into the ground. It's a good chance that I'm in it. The revolution's like a hundred of men. They see me twirling that club. That's how you know that I love it. Yeah, I make it look easy. There really ain't many that do high well, Some of the guys who had some highlights here on the PGA Tour last year. Um, we're going to pick a couple of guys in the super season. So keep in mind, this is the super season, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, if you haven't already, go over to OTS, at OTS Golf on Instagram. Check us out there. Um, give us a follow. And if you haven't already, head over to On The Screws Podcast over on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Every Friday afternoon, we release an episode. But yeah, man. So two-time winners um it was kind of like this the super season so there were a couple in there like bryson won the uh won the u.s open back in 2020 which they included in the next season and then he won the api as well which that was a pretty fun tournament over uh over westy so that one is a bit of an asterisk but then we got harris uh english won the century and then the travelers he hadn't won in like seven years i think 2013 or 14 this year he played a lot of good golf this past year yeah yeah so uh like he played pretty well and then we had jason kokrak who was turning into one of the uh one of the best golfers like in the world right now i posted something the other day that i thought jason kokrak was uh the best putter on tour and there's there's reason to believe it and he's got three win- he just won a couple weeks ago. Um so we got you his uh, the money total right back up. I called that win. Not a big deal. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was it was good. You you had like one point five million in earnings in that tournament. So Jason Kokarak won the CJ uh CJ Cup and then for, followed it up with the Charles Schwab and then the uh twenty twenty two um Hewlett Packard Houston. So he's actually won three times in just a little over twelve months really, which is crazy because those are his first three wins on tour so uh yeah. Stuart sink the old guy went in the safeway in the rbc um hadn't won on tour in 12 years either man which was uh which was pretty insane so i watched the whole rbc all four rounds i thought it was a lot of fun watching him i thought he played well he had a son on the bag and then colin morikawa who of these guys who have won two i think this might be the most impressive although i know bryson had the uh the us open it was kind of in like a hybrid year but he won the wgc workday and then the open championship um but you know Patrick Cantlay takes a cake, four wins, won the Zozo, the Memorial BMW, and then the tour championship did not get a major in there, but you know, 
the tour championship is kind of the same type of uh, pedigree, right? Like everybody's there. Went in, he battled Bryson yeah. at the uh, BMW. They had like that eight hole playoff or something like that. It was insane. Bryson was missing putts and then Canley would come back and like snipe it close. Just a really good tournament, man. Really good. Did you get to watch a lot of it, Bryce? Yeah, I did. Um, I believe the week before that too was that uh, Kramer Hickok tournament. Yeah, that with him and who was he against Harris English? Was that what that? Yeah, that was like two weeks, or, two or three weeks before. But yeah, they had like a was it nine or eleven holes? Or so? It was the like second longest. Yeah, but it was kind of it was kind of similar to that, right? They just went back and forth and back and forth. And, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty and, good. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, I think it was the second longest. Uh, I think that was the second longest, um, like playoff or or whatever you want to call them, PGA Tour history. But um, you know, I thought before we moved on from the 2021 season, we could uh, we could talk a little bit about our best and worst. So this is just anything yeah. that we want to talk about in the golf world. So I think we'll start with the worst, and then we'll get to the best. So obviously, for me, I'm going to start it off with. The the most recent thing was a match. I think it was a flop. I didn't like. I don't want to say disliked it. I just didn't think it lived up to the hype. Um, the Justin Thomas slander. Not going to repeat it on here. I think it was just it got like yes, it got blown out of proportion. I understand that it was just like a bad look, and unfortunately, it was like a guy who is looked up to by a lot of people in the game. Like a lot of people really really like Justin Thomas conducts himself really well so i understand it was just a slip he took it he took it you know what i mean he he accepted it he knew he was wrong the sponsor dropped him uh ralph loran or whatever and he he went and uh you know has done what he can to kind of learn how to improve on those types of things and it's unfortunate because i do genuinely think he didn't mean to um but it happened right and when you have a you know you're mic'd up you can't have that happen so and then uh the worst thing in the history of golf right now i don't Hold on, let me let me walk that back. I shouldn't say that because there's like unfortunately Lee Elder just passed away today. We're we're you know recording this on Monday. Um, first black American or African American, uh, first black player to ever play in the Masters tournament. Um, you know, passed away today. Absolute legend. But uh the Tiger Woods accident was like terrible, right? In the in the world of social media, like it was on everybody's radar. Everybody saw it, like the car was just no good, and uh it was just it sucked, man. Like people are crying, like, and you know, you're yeah. hearing that he might not make it. It was, it was really bad. Um, I hate to highlight some of the worst, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately it happened, but we, uh, we have some positive news. Like just a few minutes ago before we hopped on Bryce, he was talking about uh 50, 50 or a little bit more than 50, 50. He will return to the PJ tour, just kind of selected events, kind of hop in, you know, probably, uh, to the, to the masters now and then play, play tournaments here and there when he can select them. Um, but, but what were your worst? What, what stuck out for you in, uh, 2021? Um, I don't know. I didn't really have too many that I could think of off the top of my head. I mean, I had tiger's accident down too, which was, I mean, like you were saying, pretty devastating to the whole golf community, just because of how big of an impact he's had on this game throughout the years and, and how many people he touched and, uh, and yeah, other than that, though, I didn't really have too many, um, too many worst situations other yeah. than a few of my rounds. But um, I, uh, I like to keep those. Yeah, Bryce had a tough. Bryce had a tough. T- yeah, you had a tough time at Cove Town. It was not your day. Yeah, that's why we'll just leave it there. I'm not going to bring it up. We'll just leave it there. So for me, um, some of my best was. Uh, I think again, I've mentioned it way too many times, but I had a near hole in one, like a f- just over a foot on a par four. 345 yards at Dundas Valley, number five. So, like, that would have changed my life, man, <laughs> like, if that ball went in. So, well, you also almost had the one at Deer Creek with me the one day. You're like, oh, yeah, that's, short, yeah, that's right. Three. Yeah, that was a long par three, too, probably like 220 or something like that. So, yeah. we actually thought that went into you because it kind of like dipped down into something. You had a yeah. good shot there, too. You hit, you hit, yeah, I hit eight iron, I think you hit five, but yeah, they're both good shots. Yeah, it was, it was nice. So, um, yeah, whatever, man. So mine was closer, and, and you missed your putt, right? So oh, of course I missed my putt. <laughs> but um, yeah, getting into the best, I think uh, a couple near hole in ones, I guess, would be pretty good. And uh, I actually, 
I, I actually hit a, uh, it's a, I'll talk about it in the lowest round, but I, I hit the pin on an approach shot. It was a short par five, like 485 yards at, um, like the Deerhurst, like the little short track around the course. I actually like, and I made the Eagle putt, which was great. Probably fell to about eight feet or something, but, uh, yeah, I rattled in a, a pin on an approach shot, which was pretty cool. Um, but I think, uh, I got the caddy this year, so you can't see it on my, uh, on my camera right now, but just over my, uh, left shoulder here's the, uh, the bib on the wall. So, um, Jake McNulty, who we mentioned, uh, was at Oshawa Golf and Curling Club, uh, the head pro there, he plays on the McKenzie tour and, uh, invited me out to caddy for the weekend for him. So it was, it was pretty cool. Really cool experience at TPC Toronto. We had a lot of fun. He, uh, shot four under, um, was just a really, really good event. Uh, a lot of fun. And, um, I think I gotta mention Jin Youngko, uh, 63 consecutive greens in regulation. That was last week at the CME championships on the LPGA tour. Cause that's like, I don't know if anybody ever mm. touched that record. Like that's insane. Six, imagine hitting 63 greens in a row. Imagine hitting six in a row. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, obviously a couple days ago, tiger swing post, um, you know, just kind of like I this goosebumps almost like for some people like man I, mean, I know I got it like just seeing him back out there that iconic swing it was just I probably had cool. twenty DMs that day just being like people like that we've talked to you know on the pod here and stuff just messaging yeah. about Tiger so so well, I remember good. scrolling through my Instagram feed and I think seven of the top ten that I scrolled through all the exact same video and yeah. I was like oh he's back yeah I made a little reel on it I was pretty excited man uh, yeah. You know, a lot of us are playing golf because of Tiger or continue to play the game because of Tiger or, I don't know, just opened so many doors for so many people. Uh, what do you got, Bryce? What about you? Uh, so I got a couple more than the worst, which is obviously a positive thing. Okay. So um, I got Brooks be- beating Bryson because I'm such a Brooks <laughs> I, fan. Of I knew you'd have Bryce. that. Yeah, I knew you'd have so, that. Uh, I mean, I don't hate Bryson. I don't at all. He's good for the game. I just i am more a Brooks fan personally. Okay. Um, I got uh, seeing Phil win the PGA. I know we touched on it, but I just thought that was such a, a cool, cool moment for him and his family and for the game of golf. And um, I thought that was one of the best, one of the better things that happened this yeah, year. So for I sure, to, I, we already touched on it, so I'm not going to go back and do it. But I just thought I really wanted to, uh, to add on to that. Um, uh playing uh the disney palm course with shay um yep. she kind of i kind of dragged her out a little she doesn't love going out there all day in the heat but um she came out with me and it was just me and her and i actually fired a nice 75 for the first round of the year which was nice not bad so yeah i took uh, uh when carly and i were on vacation so she was obviously pregnant this year but uh we went to Deerhurst, like uh, Muskoka there. So mm-hmm. I, I played the uh, the Highlands, which was um, pretty amazing. So nice course, like top, uh, it's on the top 59 list. I think it's like top 30 or 40 uh, in the public list. So um, we ripped around early, like had a two hour, 10 minute round early in the morning. Um, but yeah, she came out, recorded a couple of videos, uh, not yeah. her forte, but it was, it was fun, man. It was good. It was, it was a lot of fun to go out and play and just have her kind of come out and she golfs too. Like car does golf. She's actually pretty yeah. good. But at that yeah. point in time, she was, uh, not in any yeah. golf shape. Yeah. Yeah. Shay's not too big into the golf, but, um, she doesn't mind kind of coming out and she'll drive the cart around a few times. And like, she took a few of my, few of my videos out there for the pod. So yeah. it was good. And then my last one was, um, the scramble tournament I was in with my uh, with my boss this year. I know we kind of touched on it um, back when it happened, but um, it's called the White Claw Invitational. Uh, unfortunately, my boss's buddy passed away at 30 years old, and uh, he was a big hunter fisherman. And this is a full charity event now, and all the proceeds go to a charity that give kids underprivileged kids their a dream hunt or a dream fishing trip. So I mean, I'm big outdoorsman too myself, so I like to. We like to go give and and uh, have fun playing in that tournament there so love it that's a good cause man and uh it's always nice to kind of get together with a bunch of people just looking to kind of do the same but you guys uh you guys lit it up would you you went low right you guys went real low yeah so you got we're gonna touch on our low rounds here now it's gonna touch yeah. a little more but yeah we went uh we got to 59 i had seven solo birdies love it love and it. i was 
fully in the bag. So it kind of made it a little, <laughs> little more fun. So, so I'll talk about my scramble too, because that was my near hole in one uh, with the par four. So I was actually six under through six. So everybody knows me. Like I'm not the best golfer out there. I'll shoot. Mm-hmm. You know, I think my low round 73, usually I'll average somewhere in the low 80, something like that, uh, but, or high 70, something, you know, in that area. So that was a good, really good day for me. But in a scramble, I was going last in our group. My buddies all suck. Um, so I'm just kidding. I uh, actually had some really good golfers. They played well, so it kind of allowed me. But like, I made a nice putt on the second hole, like a 15 footer. Um, we used my approach shot on the third hole or fourth hole I chipped in. Then I had a near hole in one. It was just a really good day. Uh, really good round of golf. Um, I think we shot 59 at Dundas Valley. Um, so it was a really fun day to play with my buddies, uh, chef who's been on the pod in the past and, uh, Kirk, I know he tunes in to listen and, uh, my buddy Curtis, it was a lot of fun. Um, so I'll go next Bryce. I had, uh, I had a couple that like stuck out. I had a decent round at black bear. I think I was plus seven thirty six forty three. I was looking, I was trying mm-hmm. to look at the card. I looked on my app quickly too. Um, so I went like, I, I was 36 on the front. I think I was even or plus one or whatever it was. And then I went, uh, par triple bogey on a par five. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's a, it's like a slash par six. I don't know. It's 640 yards or something. It's crazy long. You've played black bear before. So, you know, that hole just played it. Like it was not a good hole for me. And then, uh, it was okay. I I settled down. I actually like, uh, took out an iron on the next hole. Very tough par four kind of like, uh, had to lay up cause it was a cold day too. And then I made Mm -hmm. like a nice, like eight footer for par after my layup, um, hit my wedge in and made a nice, like kind of like a bending putt that got me started, made a couple of uh, nice holes. And then I think I went bogey, bogey, double bogey finish. And, uh, yeah, kind of, uh, I got a little nervous. I was getting a low round there and that was, that was, that would have been a nice round at black bear for me. Uh, played timber Ridge for the first time out here. That was a lot of fun. Um, shot plus five, I believe had a really good round. The greens are tough. That was with three, three putts as well. So, um, first time playing it really enjoyed that course. Um, timber Ridge is a nice track. I've played it a couple of times. Uh, my buddy actually lives like right down the street from it. So when I, uh, yeah. And also when I played in Wellington there, we, uh, we were five minutes away from it. So I played it a couple of times. A nice track. Yeah. I think it's a top 100 public, um, or mm-hmm. top 100 in Ontario. That's what it is. And it's a pretty nice course. Uh, greens are hard. They're tough. Like yeah. they're, they're not easy at all. Um, we got a nice little nine hole track in, uh, in Bowmanville here called Stonehenge and I shot a 233. So don't get me wrong. Like I played that course 10,000 times. So, um, I can't remember exactly how the round went. I played so many there, but I think I might've went birdie birdie finish to, uh, to shoot a 33 there. Um, sorry, Bryce, I'll just finish up mine. And then, uh, Deerhurst, not the Highlands. Um, but I played the, it's like a little, I don't want to say executive cause it's got like a short par five. I think it's got a couple par fours. I actually almost had a near hole in one there. Mind you, the hole is only 106 yards. I hit, a 56 degree wedge to like six inches, uh, by myself. So I took a video walking up. Uh, I think I like posted a story on Instagram. I thought it went in cause I couldn't see it was into the sun, but, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, shot a four under 28 there. So it's a part 32, like little nine hole track. Um, I had an Eagle on a, it was a, don't get me wrong, short part or a very long par four, but short par five, uh, near hole in one. And then, uh, I actually started off with a bogey. I think it was or second hole was a bogey or something. So it was, it was a pretty decent round. Um, played some decent golf, not my best, had some rough rounds. Like I played Port Hope, uh, a couple times this year. Didn't play very well there. I'm going to be a member there next year. So hopefully that changes. Um, played TPC with my buddy, Anthony. Wasn't great, but that course was beautiful. Probably my favorite one of the year. Um, yeah. So I know we were going to talk about our favorite courses, but give me your, uh, give me your lowest, uh, your, uh, your other best rounds, Bryce. I didn't get out as much as I would like to just with work and us playing the wedding and stuff. It's been pretty hectic over here, but um, I fired a 71 at this course called links and Nova. It's just down the road from my, from my place here. Nice. It's, a, it's a par 71 and I ripped a 71 with a double and a bogey, which was a pretty good round for me. I mean, I was playing lights out um, three well, birds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, it. and I, I had my double 
and my two bogeys both on the or three on the front and then i have my three birds on the back so nice the, i went minus three on the back and three over on the front but um and then my uh my round in florida with that 75 i mean um never played the course of my life complete different grass in florida different weather ball flies differently um i was pretty proud of the 75 yeah um, man it definitely flies well. differently if you if you haven't already go over like i mentioned at ots golf on instagram check out our reels there's one of uh well you made bird on one of them she got one of your birds but uh yeah bryce here just smashing a 342 yard bomb so i can tell you that that's a pretty regular thing for uh bryce even in the rain at cope down woods you're still you're still hitting it we're just kind of smacking it around from there that rice yeah. that uh round you mentioned bryce is kind of like uh Blake's round. So Bryce's younger brother, Blake, uh, really good golfer. I think he was like, I don't know, seven under on the front at Copetown, five under on the back or something. I don't know. He played like, it was pretty, pretty incredible to watch. Cause it was like, yeah. we, were, we were getting pissed on the whole time. Right. So, yeah, um, not great weather. So Disney Palms, that was your favorite course that you played this year. Yeah, I believe so. Just yeah. cause, um, like I said, I didn't get out too much. I think every other course I've played already. And then right. just with the circumstance of Shay being there and us being on vacation and yeah. kind of just a new course in Florida, I think it was kind of just the best all-around experience I had this year. Yeah, I, I definitely liked playing uh, the Highlands at Deerhurst. Uh, it was pretty good. Again, like really, really good shape. Um, and I got to go with my wife, and it was our last round that we played before uh little guy showed up. So um, it, was, uh, it was a lot of fun played black bear which i really like black bear man like it's such a nice course really long yeah. and tough uh we played it in the rain i think we yeah we played the tips too which was kind of nice my buddies joined me on the tips i think so uh it was a good day um also though i think like i got the i got to walk the heathlands twice um caddying on the weekend for jake and i got to play with my pal anthony spagnoli um he invited me out and we grabbed some lunch and stuff after so that one takes a cake nothing is uh on my list this year is going to beat uh heathlands at the tpc nicest course i uh i played this year um definitely want to kind of check out a couple more next year gonna try and go out west and play a couple but uh yeah heathlands was uh was pretty crazy i got a uh i got an honorable mention which is always a great time no matter who i'm with or what what time of day what time of year is wildfire up by my cottage there it's oh yeah that's, that's right. one of the best tracks going no yeah. matter what um, well, nothing will really beat that that'll be my number one always i think so yeah we gotta uh we could beat that but i know it's got a pretty stiff uh membership fee so i uh um, oh, yeah. i got a i got a friend who might bring me up he said so i would love to check out that course and you and i got to play deer creek north together and mm-hmm. uh it was it was okay like it was it was all right um it was quick because we were playing we had something lined up, like we were going out here. So I can't remember where we were going, and it didn't work out. And uh, you had a couple of buddies well, going. We were to- going to Kawartha. Oh, with, that's right, with Chef. Yeah. yeah. And then it was gonna rain like hell there, and then last minute we kind of just said, "All right, one, well, it's not like the radar looks like it's not supposed to rain here. You want to just come down here?" And then it's yeah. kind of like a last minute thing. I think I got this. Sh- I was on the rower when you texted me and you were like, you were just like uh, deer Creek. I was on the rower down here in the basement. I got in the shower, got to uh, deer Creek all within like 19 minutes. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was pretty wild. Probably should uh, not tell anybody that, but um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a good round. It was an interesting course. Cause like the par fives were really weird. I just, I couldn't get into it. I couldn't find my groove. I even chunked one on the, on the 18th hole. Like I off the mm-hmm. T block, like it was just not my day. You played pretty well though. Like you're just smacking the ball around. Um, I think you shot 76 or something. You had a good round there. Um, not, yeah, not for me, not for me. It was not a uh, great one, but, um, Bryce, before we, uh, wrap this one up, you want to talk about the bags a little bit? You got any changes coming for, uh, 2022? I guess not if you're getting married, but, uh, yeah, I was just going to say that I mean, money's not really, uh, especially golf clubs. I mean, just with them being so expensive and the wedding yeah. coming up, I don't think anything's in, in the budget right now, but, um, well, Hey, maybe after next year we'll come back and maybe I'll have some changes for everyone. If, uh, if things go well with the pod here, we're always looking for uh, club sponsors and stuff. We are very, yep. uh, we're not, uh, we're not loyal to any brand. So if, uh, if you're on, you're on, you hear us, I, I know I got a pretty mixed bag. Um, you got a minute, we can run through what you got in there. Yeah. So, um, if, if you're still if you're still listening at this point, sorry Bryce to cut you off. So if you're still listening at this point, we'll uh, 
we're going to do a what's in the bag over the uh, over the winter. So we'll kind of go through the bags. Um, we'll do like a, a reel or whatever it is or a couple IGTVs, whatever you want to call it. Um, give everybody a look in our bag. I know that's a pretty common question. Everybody's, um, you know, Bryce and I are kind of gearheads. We like to chat about mm-hmm. the uh, what's in there. So we'll do some actual videos for everybody and uh, and go through them. Also, right for everyone who's listening, maybe, um, maybe Mac will do a poll or something on Instagram. Like, would you guys like to see like a live what's in the bag, like us in this kind of situation? Uh, maybe to go on YouTube or would you rather us film it with our like individually or just give us some input on what you guys would like to see because yeah we're not sure exactly how we want to do it yet so um i need yeah. to put out it's a good sure. idea i'll put up a poll and like kind of we got the screen set up here so we could uh set yeah. it up as a what's in the bag i have the ability to go live here i don't know if we go over on youtube we don't i don't know we got a few followers but not that many that uh we get much traction there but we could always um we could always do it kind of together i think it'd be pretty cool yeah. and then uh and post it up that might be a bit more fun that way you're right so okay let's go through it let's uh you want to start at the top yeah so uh m5 driver um just kind of recently got it in the bag i was playing the old Callaway xr16 which was starting to kind of get a little old for me i hit it well but i was just looking for something new so. people love that driver uh, though man like that thing is still like I yeah people still it. like it um but i back in the day i could my driver is the worst club in my bag, and now that I have this new this Acura shaft, I mean it's it's my best club in my bag. I rarely miss fairways, and I hit it pretty far, so that's been my baby, yeah, baby. Now I, and I, I used can to attest to that. Despise hitting driver, I used but, to despise it. Man, like but, there's so much torque in your swing and so much recoil that that thing is not going to last forever. So get ready, know, get a, ready. I know it's stiff as a board too, but uh, then three one, I got the uh, Titleist uh, nine fifteen F. I don't know. It's a three plus. It's a, I can crank it right down to 13 and a half degrees. Right. Um, I don't, I crank it all the way up because it just goes too far for me. I can almost content with my driver if I have it lofted all the way down. So, um, that I have an, an Aldila Rogue, um, X stiff shaft in that. And then irons I've had since probably 2016. You love um, those things, but grand- you, man, you hit them a long way too. Yeah, so my grandma, when I was 17 or 18, maybe, um, she took me to uh, Golf Town, and that was my first, like, legit set. I mean, I kind of got fitted there at Golf Town, but they can only do so much, right? Right. That was my first, like, big boy set of irons, and I've had them ever since. They're the uh, Ping I-200s. Um, they have the 210s now, which I believe uh, Victor Hovland plays yep. or did play at one point. Um, yeah, I love them. Um, I don't trust myself to hit blades. Maybe I could, but I just like the extra cavity for, uh, I'm when I do hit pretty it. Pretty so. sure that Victor Hovland does hit those. I think you're right. Um, cause he yeah, made a couple I'm comments sure. about like, why wouldn't I, right? Like yeah, there was some, sure there was does. somebody else who did that too, but, uh, Lee Westwood also plays them. Yep. I know that. Yeah. Writes the, so, uh, yardages on with the Sharpie right on them. Yeah. That's pretty so cool. They play the two tens now because it's a newer model, but yeah. I mean, essentially they look the same and maybe just a few technology tweaks but um yeah i still have no problems with mine at all nice um but three iron is the gapper like we've talked about before yeah um still that waiting like, to get a yeah still waiting to get an next stiff shaft in that thing hopefully because I, I swing it a little quick to have a stiff shaft in it but um working on it um wedges MD3s had them forever. Um, like them, not the greatest wedge player. Um, my irons are actually half inch longer than standard, and my wedges aren't. So I sometimes struggle with if I'm hitting, if I don't hit a wedge for a couple holes or a hole, and I'm so used to length of my pitching wedge, and then I go, yeah, that in. That half inch makes such a difference. It's insane. I know. Sometimes. And that one reel that we mentioned, you're kind of looking like Keegan Bradley there laying in that 63 yeah. yard wedge. Yeah. Yeah, so I've kind of gotten better with it. I just either I'll flush it or I will literally take the, a beaver pelt out or a bovine pelt, as I like to call it, out yeah. with, the, uh, with the ball. I think but, we got to update then, those wedges. I think that's priority in the bag, man. Yeah, they're, they're up there for sure. Those... Hey, if you want to swim over, I'd love to use the wedges. <laughs> but uh, And then putter is the number seven, just like uh, Shoffley. Yeah, yeah, if you guys are playing that now pretty popular putter um i always played an odyssey until this year and then uh so i'll start at the bottom good segue 
Um, I always played the Odyssey number nine, Heel Hosel. This year I went to uh, 2011 Scotty Delmar Honey Dip. Absolutely love it. Baby T uh, Grip. Um, unreal putter. Absolutely unreal putter. You put uh, really well with it too. Yeah. Like putting's always been my thing, right? Like I've always been a good putter. Kind of saves saves me around uh, or saves some of my rounds, saves couple strokes on my car on the card um it's been pretty good i know i i kind of messed around my grip a little bit but i have like this in i don't know what to call it kind of like a double overlap i i love it but yeah you went to uh you went to the claw this year right uh, you were trying dabbled to dabble a bit, a yeah. bit but i've been working on it down here know. in the basement i actually don't mind it like i don't I don't mind yeah. it at all. Like, well, I was always a blade putter, and then with the mat, I tried it with the blade, hated it because I felt like I had less control. But then when yeah. once I got this mallet, I kind of twe- tweaked with it a little, and I felt like I actually had a lot of control with it. So I gave it a go. But like, I mean, well, I just tried everything to make my putting better. Nothing worked. It's supposed to eliminate pulls, right? So, um, like, I, I've kind of a rounded, a rounded off uh, putting stroke. So it does help with like those shorter putts, like getting them started on the correct line. So I kind of see like Morikawa was doing it for anything under about 10 feet. Um, I don't know how consistent that could be, but I understand why he tried that. Um, so yeah, moving into the wedges, I do have the Haywood wedges. Um, so I play right now, I play 60, 56, 52, 48. Um, think I'm going to be kind of bending them or adjusting them. I just picked them up and then they got like this black oxide. So like, um, the black ones, they kind of scuff up a little bit and stuff, which I don't mind. Cause they get that raw look. Um, but they got like these like permanent black, like it's a Canadian, it's called Canadian nitride, I think. And they look unreal, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> Srixon, um, Z seven or Z seven, eight fives. Um, so last year's model of what Brooks is playing now or yeah, last year, or the year before there, um, love them. Absolutely love them. Nip on modus. Fantastic Pro. looking iron. Yeah. Uh, one twenty stiff. Uh, don't swing the club as hard as Bryce. So the one twenty stiff is good for me. Um, I do have the pitching wedge. I mix out that in the 48 degree in my bag. Um, in my wedges, I play the KBS high rev 2.0. It's a stock shaft, believe it or not at uh Haywood. Absolutely love that shaft. Can like Bryce can, tell you i can spin the wedges uh pretty good um three iron this is the one we were talking about with ziggy the other day bryce so i actually have it right beside me and kind of show you because you were asking if it was like the driving iron kind and it is not it is like a thin blade type iron absolutely love this thing uh only got to play it for a bit u500 um hazardous smoke 6.090 gram low spin uh shaft um just got to change up the grip that's the only thing i have left i just play the uh I don't know why I got so into grips, but I play the uh, white and black. Um, let me make sure I get this right. So just the golf pride, and it's just like the uh, multi compound. Yeah, yeah, the multi compound, whatever it is. One wrap, just just one wrap altogether. Um, got everything on it except for that. Um, moving into the three wood. Do not play five wood um, anymore. Used to uh, play a three iron. Also have the. Uh, Strixon ZU, uh, like the utility 65. I like that club a lot. I hit it. It's I think 18 degrees or 20 degrees or one or the other. I hit it. I hit it further than I hit the three iron, um, the new Titleist one. So I might be mixing that back in because I just got a new three wood yesterday. Um, Sim two, uh, yeah, Sim two high launch. So I went with the high launch uh, face. I figured I hit my three wood. Cause I don't have the length that Bryce has here. So I hit the three wood into some par fives. So I figured the high launch might help me a little bit. I've hit it before. Um, and so I spec'd out the shaft that I have, uh, hit before. And I think I'm going to like it. Um, Ventist, um, six X, whatever it is. And then, uh, driver SIM two as well. Um, Ventus, uh, seven X, uh, black, I believe Velocore, um, got hooked up from a buddy of mine. So I am, uh, I'm in pretty good shape. Um, glove. I am playing, uh, always playing the, uh, left behind, uh, left behind golf.com. Uh, go check those guys out. Um, good idea to, uh, drop a quick, um, chat in with, uh, with our friend, Greg Howard from, uh, left behind golf. We'll, uh, drop that in at the end of the chat. They had a, the fall release recently. I've chatted with those guys. They started up the same week that we started up on the screws podcast here. So if you haven't already go over and show them some love, uh, ball, I play pro V one X. Uh, what do you play Bryce? Uh, well, 
first of all, I forgot to touch on, I play 56, 52, 60. Looking to go 50, 54, 58, though, because my gap between pitch and gap wedge is a little big right now. Yeah. So I'm looking to switch or bend, whatever comes to I first. used to I don't do, know. Well, don't go and bend a 75-year-old wedge, Bryce. Come on. We'll get you a yeah, well, I'll I have mean, to, I'll have to figure out something. 25 more years. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Um, the way you tear the ball or, you know, the way you hit the ball, you've already torn those wedges apart. But um, I used to play 50, oh, 54, 58 fun. SM7s and absolutely love that combo. Um, but, you know, I wanted to check out the Haywoods and they're great wedges. I enjoy them. Really good. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, Pro V1X, and of course, Golf Towel is the OTS Golf one. You can kind of see it over in the corner here if you're watching over on yeah. YouTube at On the Screws Golf. So, um, we've updated the logo recently too. So maybe we'll get that on a new towel. Get that from uh, from Brody over at uh, Two Face Golf. So he always uh, hooks up a pretty good deal. I got a head cover made up, Bryce, the other day. So I got, I got one coming for Christmas. So that'll be pretty cool. Um, but yeah. Just uh bag's pretty good. Playing a Titleist bag right now. I want to kind of get, uh, you know, those minimal golf bags look pretty awesome. want to kind of check those out. But, but yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's it, man. Anything else we want to add before we uh, before we wrap this one up? No, I don't think so. Like you said, um, everyone look forward to an actual what's in the bag with some videos and stuff. So I know me and Mac both have a, some cool things about our bag. I know he's got his cool head cover there, Monty, and yeah um well and i yeah, got if you're watching tonight. over on youtube i got this one now too from the goat track social club the barrel head cover oh, yeah. pretty sweet eh? so yeah. um but yeah we'll uh we'll definitely try and get a little bit uh creative over the winter i guess is the best way to put it um mm-hmm. you know try and uh, like i'm talking to quite a few people uh i chat with actually alvin and uh, chris over at the mulligans and hackers podcast if you haven't checked those guys out please go over because uh they do a great job there a couple of newer golfers um out west in canada do a great job um chatting with them all the time about how we're missing golf was chatting with my buddy anthony just a few minutes before we hopped on the call I don't know, man. <laughs> we're all uh, we're we're all missing golf already. So, I'll be down for the wedding. Maybe we can uh, get out, Bryce, do a couple things on. Uh, I don't know, do a couple things on the course. Yeah, it'd be sure. it'd be a lot of fun. But yeah, thanks everybody. Um, it's been really cool. It's been a cool ride. I can't believe it's already been a year. Um, you know, it's been a lot of fun. Kind of just started this thing up and uh, just kept it going. And um, it's cool. Like I, every week you kind of like meet somebody new. Like I just found out. Uh, shout out to my buddy Dragon. You, everybody knows who Dragon is. So, uh, ripping around, probably listening to this pod in the uh, in the in the delivery truck right now. So you kind of like hear somebody like new being like oh like i checked out the pod it was really cool like yeah you're you guys are doing great i I enjoyed listening so it's it's kind of nice that uh you know we've got some people that actually check it out we've got a pretty organic and loyal Mm -hmm. following so we enjoy doing it it's good opportunity for bryce and i to uh to connect and uh and kind of chat once a week chat some golf right so it's good um bryce thanks so much man i appreciate you keeping me company on this thing and uh yeah we're always kind of looking to have some uh some new people on the pod so if you're a golfer company whatever it may be and you're checking it out reach out to us at ots golf on instagram and uh just slide into the dms there and uh we'll get you on the pod we'll uh i don't care if you're a new golfer you're a new company you've been around for a long time the idea is to kind of connect as many people as we can grow this game right man so uh yeah and if you're uh, listening to this in the car or wherever it might be and you haven't already go over check out on the screws uh podcast over on youtube not on the screws golf it's some guy who plays video games and i don't know man this guy's got like a few thousand followers and he's just some old guy who just rips this golf game so um look for us check out the logo and uh yeah subscribe um every friday afternoon we'll pop out a new podcast and uh yeah we'll keep this thing going um we're booked right now up into uh we're into the new year now so we'll be uh pumping our new episode every friday afternoon and um it's cool. We got some uh, pretty cool guests coming up, so stay tuned. Yep. All right, Bryce, we will uh, head out of here. And uh, yeah, if you haven't already, go over to manscaped.com. Use OTS Golf when you're dropping things in your shopping cart. You'll get 20% off and free shipping. And Bryce will be able to shave his unibrow, and I will look less homeless if you do that for us. So thank you guys very much. We will talk with you and I guess, season two. We call it season two next time? I guess we could, yeah. Yeah, okay. Season two, episode one will be coming next week. We'll see you then. Bye for now.
He's out in my ball and of course so I tee up I lose the ball and I re-up I miss the fairway, I probably end up in the ocean Or maybe the beach And I'm on a part five and I'm finna go reach it Second was blind, I see it Feel like it might be an average I was working scenario